everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Hey Alexa. Today I have Jenny Toe, certified professional coach. She is the founder of River Life Coaching. She's also a lawyer who transitioned into life coaching and she's from Singapore. Today we're going to talk about her journey um, from being a lawyer and how she became the professional life coach that she is today. Hi Jenny, how are you? Hi Alexa, thanks for having me on your show. Yes, thank you for coming on and thanks for coming from Singapore. I mean, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and we're exactly like 12 hours apart just as I your know. day is starting. I'm like, okay, I have to stay awake for the podcast. <laughs> and it's funny too, it's because like when I first, no, they can't see you, but um, I thought you're, I was like, it's so light out, but I didn't realize it's a background. Yes, it's a Zoom background. Yeah, Yeah, I'm like, oh, that's it's the so light thing out. you can do with Zoom, right? <laughs> I know, but I'm like, it's so light for 10 p.m. I'm like, wow. No, no, no. It's pitch black out the outside. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> thanks, thanks for having me on your show and, and thanks for the short introduction. Of course. Um, so tell us, tell us about you and kind of how you got started and where it all came to be. Well, um, I've been a lawyer for close to 25 years right now, and I still do some legal consulting work on the side because it's still very much a part of who I am. I transitioned into coaching in 2019, and I believe that because I'm a Christian, I believe that what that's what God is calling me into in this phase of my life. Uh, it wasn't like an overnight uh, you know, change just like that. Right. Nothing is an overnight change. I, I think I was probably led to be a coach years before 2019 but you know the rational mind will struggle <laughs> you say oh I've got a job I've got three kids uh I'm comfortable as in I'm comfortable in my comfort zone yeah so th this must be a whim and fancy right and and uh you know as so I pushed it away I pushed it away but somehow the the feeling couldn't you know stay away and it was probably towards the end of 2018 that um, I felt that if I don't pursue this, uh, it's something I'm going to regret. And the feeling yeah. was so strong. So I talked to my husband and we prayed a lot. And um, on the uh, start of 2019, it's like, you know, start of the new year, I started looking for life coaching uh, courses. So being a lawyer is very difficult to qualify as a lawyer. You have to jump through a lot of hoops and right. uh, professional bodies and exams and things like that. So when I did my research for life coaching, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, you can be a life coach by just paying $14.99 on a Facebook course, right? So I'm like, uh, hmm, are you sure this is what you want me to go into, God? And um, so I, I put myself uh, through a proper uh, coach training program. Um, mm -hmm. I'm credentialed by International Coaching Federation. So they don't have the schools, but they accredited the schools that run the program. So they, they yeah. put those schools through programs. And then after that, when you pass, you submit your application and you get credentialed. So I went through a one-year program, got credentialed, and then I made plans to launch my business in 2020 without knowing what was waiting for us in 2020. Yes. <laughs> so my plan was to launch in April, that being uh, the financial year for my company, and COVID hit in March. So I was asking God, what do I do now since, you know, you've led me this far and now right. we have COVID. Do I still stop and hold back? And Alexa, I'm glad I didn't because if I did, my company is already two years old. So if I did, if I held back, the pandemic wouldn't be over maybe only until now, right? So it's like right. two years. 
So no regrets, although I must admit it wasn't easy. Uh, and, and that's where River Life Coaching is right now, two years old. That's amazing. And it almost ended up probably being such a good time. Like you might not have thought about it at first, but with everyone being at home, like, and you just do it through Zoom, like it was actually probably a good time to start over. Yes. So uh, all my clients are uh, virtual as in, you know, they see me this way, just like how you and I are talking. And and my clients here locally in Singapore, because I coach uh, international uh, people from all over the world, simply because, like you said, the pandemic gave us this access for you and I to be speaking. As long as we figure out the time zone difference, we can talk. (laughs) So some of my clients in Singapore is, our coffee and lunch is long overdue, Jenny. When are you going to meet up with us? So eventually I will have to pivot again and get used to seeing people, you know, like uh, coaching, face-to-face coaching. Yeah. But it's cool because you might not have had the opportunity to be international. Had it not been for COVID, because you probably wouldn't have done it through Zoom. You would have done it all in person. Yes. And and possibly I would have thought a bit more narrower as in thinking like, oh, you know, I, I need to have an yeah. office. So, so right now I'm running things from home. So that's a great saving. Operational cost is really low as long as I've got my internet running and a laptop works and that's about it, right? right. However, I think for maybe later part of this year or next year, I may have to think of a physical location because I'm not going to bring people to my house. <laughs> so that's something you know, I have to start thinking about again. But overall, it, it's been a good journey uh, and it, it Training as a coach also enabled me to grow as a person. So first, you need to do the inner work. If you speak to other fellow coaches, everyone says that the starting point is the inner work that you do. And you, if you're, and I'm still doing the inner work. I'm still learning. And there are days when you know I am totally not coach-like. And you, if you ask my kids or my husband, dad, they will say. Who's Jenny the coach? You know, this is Jenny the mom (laughs) or Jenny the wife, and we're all you know work in progress. Exactly. And you're never going to be perfect. You're never going to be exactly tip top where you need to be. But that's the whole point of the journey of life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and a lot of my clients, uh, they come to me firstly, maybe for a career related uh, mm-hmm. issue. However, you know, it, it tends to when, when they start thinking deeper and I ask them questions to reflect on why are they doing the things they're doing, the the question on what's their purpose comes up. And that and that's where I really get excited because I believe that <laughs> once you align your life with your purpose and your values, it doesn't mean that the road will be easier. It just means that you have a compass. And at right. least when you navigate, you know, navigate what decisions you have to make, you always have that compass to tell you whether you're on track or you're not on track. Right. You're going in the right, in a, in a proper direction and not all over the place where if you start to realize you're not going into that correct direction, you can pivot and change. To fit. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why my, my company is called River Life Coaching, because when I was training as a coach, we were all supposed to write our own paper on our coaching process and coaching model. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my friends had really nice acronyms. So I tried to pick, come up with an acronym, but somehow, you know, an acronym and, and out of that, you know, there are the processes that you can take. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't quite come up with an acronym that, that resonated with what I thought coaching was. And then the image of the river came because the Bible contains a lot of references to the river and, and uh, you know, yeah. 
but this this aspect is more like the the river it starts from the river source so the river source is actually mm -hmm. your core beliefs and your values and from there your river flows so depending on you know, the stage of life you're in whether your river is flowing smoothly you know and and really very calm or whether you're going through the rapids or whether you're blocked or whether it meanders so yeah. i use this analogy with my clients to get them to tell me like where is your life right now so sometimes a lot of times the their river is blocked or their river isn't going as fast or going too fast and they're not stopping to to enjoy you know the journey so it's a very nice analogy for for people to relate to yeah for sure and when you first were starting like if for someone maybe listening that wants to maybe get into coaching and they just kind of don't know like that first step, maybe they already took the classes, but like to start the actual business, how did you get your first client? Amazing question. So I, I, um, I'm an introvert. So in my mind, <laughs> I mean, back then, when we were all starting out, we wanted to like catch everyone, right? They say cast the net as wide as possible. However, the amazing thing is when you get really focused on who you think you're, yeah. um, I guess your niche, that the client yeah. you really like to serve, uh, it gets clearer. So, so my first client found me on LinkedIn. Uh, mm. She's not actually a connection that she's, she read the post that I was putting out and I was writing about introversion and, you know, how to empower women yeah. uh, because that's, that's another passionate passion of mine, uh, women empowerment. So she said to me that, uh, Jenny, I'm an extrovert. I know you're an introvert. Is it okay? You know, if we, we talk about coaching. Then of course I said, yes, <laughs> it's definitely okay. <laughs> So she's still she's still a very uh, loyal client right now after so long. So it's 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 amazing, you know. So it doesn't mean that I say that I am a coach for introverts that I'm only coaching introverts. I I right. meet my clients where they need, and sometimes for extroverts they need the other perspective, and sometimes for yeah. introverts they need a fellow introvert to understand. Uh, however, coaching is not about me giving advice or solution. I really believe that you know each one of us we have our own inner resource and strength. And sometimes we're just mm -hmm. too overwhelmed, too stressed, or maybe yes. too in the story that we need someone else to listen to our story and say, hey, you know, perhaps there's another ending here or perhaps, you know, you could do another chapter on, on this part. Yeah. Right. Like you just don't know. And I agree with that. And so did you start like offering like free coaching or did you do like have a paid thing right away? How did you work that Oh, definitely pro bono. Uh, I was already uh, approaching people to do pro bono coaching while I was still training. Yeah. So okay. actually, you know, because the coaching industry isn't regulated, like I said, anyone who has a phone and who say they know how to coach can already start yeah. billing. But I guess for me, when I was training, I was saying, okay, let's just do pro bono. So I have gotten, you know, not actually friends, just people I talk to, acquaintances or, you know, people in my network and, and gave them uh, pro bono coaching. Yeah. However, Alexa, as you know, with anything like a gym subscription or whatever, if there's no payment, somehow the commitment is not quite there. So I'm not saying that I want your money so that you'll be committed, but somehow... It's, true, it's also for yourself, right? It's, it's also for yourself. So I have pro bono clients who, who enjoy the coaching session and set goals. However, after that, uh, they may not see through their goals. Whereas for clients who make that financial investment, uh, they're really committed. Because I think right. it's like skin in the game, right? So you've invested, invested something and you want to see 
you know, what's the returns? And the returns are amazing because you're working on yourself. It's not like you're buying a product. You're actually working on yourself when you make this investment. Right. And it's it's very true. Like you're when you're putting something out there, like having to pay, you're getting it's like you said, it's the skin in the game. You're investing in yourself. And it's like you don't want to put that to waste. Yes. And also, you know, um, now I'm more careful. So I do give uh, 30 minutes free discovery call. So it's just like a call with you and me and I find out what's your need and whether I'm a good the fit. right person yeah, to coach you. If I'm not, I know other people who may be able to coach you and I, I would recommend. So I don't really offer, back then when I first started, I offer a whole one hour coaching session. I mean, it's great. However, it does take up my time. And right. Sometimes you feel that maybe you know it didn't really serve the client because you you gave your time. However, the person wasn't quite ready. So I felt that now thirty minutes is a good enough time for you to get to know me and then to see whether I'm a good fit for you and for me to see how I can help you or, or not help you. So it is right. it's a nice time. Yeah, I think that's awesome. I think that's great. And thirty minutes is just like a small sliver. Yes. And, and sometimes it's so powerful because during that 30 minutes, even if they don't um, engage me as the coach, they walk away with something. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. I talk to them and then I make them see something that they didn't see before. And, and that, that it's amazing because I find that people always walk away with something to think about and to ponder on. Yeah. yeah. What has been your favorite part of this whole process and the hardest part of the whole process? The favorite part of the whole process is uh, in a session when the client says, you know, I never thought I, I, I never thought I would see things this way. And it's got nothing uh, to do with me. I mean, I just ask them a question and they reflect. And yeah. We think about it. And then they had that shift, that perspective mm-hmm. shift, whether it's big or small. And then after that, everything changes for them, you know, how they see things. So, so that's really great. I guess the hardest part is um, when I'm too much in my own head. So let's say Alexa, we're talking and I've got a teenage son. So let's just say that you also have a teenage son and you say, Jenny, you know, I really need coaching on how to be a better parent to my teenage son. For that moment, suddenly Alexa disappears and I'm thinking about my own teenage son. So that's not a coach-like yeah. thing to do. It's never about a coach. So uh, being a trained coach, I do. No, I'm aware when my mind goes to Jenny and then I will consciously bring myself yeah. back to you. Uh, you won't notice that because it's probably only a few seconds, but I know it. And then when right. I come back and, and, and if I didn't quite get what you say, I will ask, you know, oh, Alexa, what, what were you saying just now? Could you repeat about what you said about your teenage son? And then, you know, we get back on track. So that is hard because we're all human. And we, mm-hmm. when, when I coach someone who has a similar situation that I'm going through, it's very easy for me to slip back to, you know, this is what Jenny would do and this is what Jenny would say but no it's 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 not that powerful if Alexa I tell you you should do this because you know it's coming from Jenny the, the commitment right. isn't so much within yourself whereas you know Alexa you say that okay I'm committed to do this I always get my clients to repeat what they're committed to do and what are the small steps that will take after the call and then to check in again so it's so much powerful when you say I am going to do it and and the yeah. idea came from within because right. then you know you are accountable whereas if it comes from someone else you'll be like oh Jenny asked me to do it so if it doesn't work it's her fault not my fault 
they always want to blame somebody. Um, really quick before we kind of transition into the game, uh, I want to ask one last question. So what advice would you give to maybe a listener that maybe wants to become a coach, but doesn't really know where to start? Yeah, so um, I would highly recommend being credentialed. Uh, you don't have to be credentialed by ICF. There are uh, a few uh, credentialing organizations. The reason why I say uh, get a credential in, in coaching is so that you know you are properly trained because you are dealing with someone else's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a trained counselor. I do tell them that you know I don't... Uh, counsel you on emotional trauma or hurt that's not my job but I do know when that comes up and I'll always ask the person "Hmm, have you seen do do you want to consider seeing a counselor I can still work with you as a coach but this part about the emotional issue you should see a counselor so when you go through a proper coach training and eventually being credentialed there is this continuous improvement and continuous growth because in order for you to retain your credential and to renew it you do need to learn put yourself through you know smaller courses and you are in a network of coaches where you talk to each other you, mm-hmm. you can't share your clients uh, stories of course because they're all confidential however you can share common issues that you face like what I said just now if I'm too much in myself I'll talk yeah. to my coach friend so what happens when you're so much in your own self you see how do you get back and focus and all that so it's, mm-hmm. it's a community as well whereas if you just say oh I'm going to be a coach and then tomorrow you go ahead with it when you find challenging situations with your clients uh, you are stuck because you were not properly trained. And, and, and you don't, don't have really someone to talk to. Yeah, and you don't know what to do next. And I love being an ICF coach because there's core competencies that we must always, it's like a framework that you play in. It's not so much that these are the questions you ask, but at least we know there's a framework, that the coaching process, and yeah. they have a very strong code of ethics. So I know what my ethical issues are and that's never easy because it's always right. gray at times but at least like you said you could actually write to ICF ethics and ask them I have a situation you know what what can I do so in a way uh, being an entrepreneur is a very lonely journey so if you are credential and you belong to this body of coaches you are an entrepreneur but you're not alone because there are yeah. similar coaches who are journeying along with you so yes I know it's an investment time uh, money and also it's longer it's not a Facebook course so it's longer uh, yeah. a proper training program can last to more than a year however once you put yourself through it it's worth the investment because you would have grown as a person and definitely when you come up you're better able to serve your clients as well right I agree and I think that is important um, so thank you so much for coming on today and I'm going to play a quick game with you um, oh, this is the stressful part <laughs> It's so easy. The first question is drink of choice. Oh, ice latte. <laughs> oh, those are good. I love those. Um, a favorite movie, TV show, or both? Favorite movie, TV. Okay, movie, uh, you would know how old I am if I say my favorite movie is Star Wars, but the original series, you know, where, where you've got Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, and Carrie Fisher. <laughs> I've seen them all. <laughs> yeah, so, so like that's, that's my, my favorite, yeah. Um, advice to your younger self don't worry so much because I I think when I was younger I I really worried about a lot of things because I wanted to get it right and and maybe the sense of false sense of being in control so if I look back at my younger self life would have been much easier if I didn't worry as much it's probably true (laughs) 
Um, five words to describe yourself. Five words to describe myself. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I'm loyal. I am honest. And I like to think I'm a fun mom. <laughs> so I'm fun and introverted and reflective. I love it. And the last one is, what does success mean to you? Success means that it, it can come in all forms, but success means for me that I'm able to, as a life coach, impact uh, one person at a time. And it's just to make that person feel that, you know, they're not alone. And no matter how challenging the situation is, they believe in themselves because I see their potential and I'll mm -hmm. tell them, you know, if only you could see what I'm seeing. So it's almost like me showing a mirror to them that, wow, this is, you are already so strong as you are. You just need someone to tell you that and to, for you to reconnect with your true self. So in short, yeah, success to me is impacting one person at a time and, and my journey continues. I love that. That's awesome. Um, and then just where can we find you? Okay, so I have my website, www.riverlifecoaching.com. And if you go to LinkedIn or Facebook, you type River Life Coaching, it should come up. Or you can connect with me personally under the name Jenny Toh, T-O-H. All right, and that'll all be in the description below. And this was another episode. I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.